This episode of Faith, Finances, and F-Bombs is sponsored by 5-Minute Fizz-Up. Feeling run down? 5-Minute Fizz-Up is a new limited-duration fruit juice with just a small dollop of energy pizzazz in all your favorite flavors. No preservatives and sugar-free. All the vitamins and minerals your body needs. It'll sharpen your skills, shorten your sizzle, and strengthen your bones. 5-Minute Fizz-Up. Grab some now. Welcome to the Faith, Finances, and F-Bombs podcast, where we inspire you to manage your money, find your soul, and cover your ears. Join host Hartley Wright, a certified spiritual director, and Kevin Bartolacci, director of research and education at Sunvold Financial Investment Advisory Firm. Together, they hope to help you discover the benefits of enriching your life as they entertain one another, and hopefully you too. Hello, everyone. I'm glad you're with us. We have, uh, I think we have a fully loaded show for you today. I'm really excited to get to it. And perhaps you've been, it's been a while since you've been with us because it's been a while since we've published. So if you're keeping up, I really wish I could do all of that over again. And I do that every <laughs> single time. If I would just stay on script. Read the damn script. <laughs> just stay it. Stay with it. Kevin and I both have side gigs with something in common. We'll talk about that. We're going to introduce three exciting new segments on today's show. Includes It includes a new game. One of them does. And uh, the other involves a way in which you can interact with us. You'll hear the latest financial news and information and advice for your spiritual journey. I was reflecting today because today is, I think they're calling it a day of remembrance. This was the anniversary of the 9-11 Two Towers. And right. Any, any, uh, any American that's over probably 15 years old remembers this. I didn't do anything to commemorate it. Uh, I do tend to reflect back, and I'll, I'll probably never forget, probably just like my parents talked about Pearl Harbor, or the, my grandparents. I remember where I was. I remember it being almost surreal as to what unfolded in the, the office building I was in. As is my practice, I had logged into, I use marketwatch.com. I have for probably 25 years. I was had that site opened. Markets had opened. I was checking out whatever. And then they stopped. And I just remember, what? And then there was this buzz through the second floor of Buttonwood Business Center. And uh, before you know it, we're getting footage. And then the second one hit. Because the first one, you're like, oh, God, that's, that's a bummer. How does a plane run into a building? And the second one hits, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's something funky going on. Of course, we all know the story since then, but yeah, uh, just one of those days, you know, like Kennedy's assassination, Pearl Harbor, et cetera, where you just burned in the national consciousness forever. Yeah, exactly. That's 22 years ago? 22 years ago. I was on a prayer walk. That's what this individual and I called him. There was a pastor of a church I was attending at the time who was going through a lot of frustrations with certain congregants and Mm -hmm. some other things. And he wasn't exactly, he was kind of mismatched in the role, so he had a lot of things to talk through. So he had invited me to go on prayer walks with him once a week to help him process these things, but do it in a prayerful manner and take them before God. And we were on a prayer walk. How about that? And there was a gentleman that stopped at a stop sign, and he says, 
two planes just hit the, and he told us what happened. Mm -hmm. I was impacted immediately, and I thought, here we are on a prayer walk. We need to turn our attention and direction and everything and pray about the situation. Right. But Pastor is not going to have any of that. He just picked up where he was, and he kept on talking <laughs> about these issues. There's that, and we finished that. Well, I admire so, his focus. I do. I do admire his focus. It should tell you something about how many troubles, <laughs> how many trials were happening within yeah. the church at that time. Yeah, when the Twin Towers is secondary to what's happening. <laughs> eh, screw that. Yeah. I got problems. Oh, for God's sake. But we were expecting our second child, our son Micah, came into this world two months later. His graduating class of high school, they entered this world with 9-11. Mm -hmm. They graduated high school in the middle of a pandemic. Or Tough 20 years. A long pandemic. We had some weird stuff. We had some weird Financial stuff. Financial crisis. There was. That's yeah. true. A, a strange election in 2016. True. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I, as a sociology type guy, I'm curious what type of impact those events have on people as they live out the rest of their lives. Because I referenced my parents and grandparents, right? Because they, uh, my parents were born, both born in 41. My dad was alive when Pearl Harbor happened. My mom was only six days old. My dad was less than a year. So that didn't impact them directly because they were too young. But their parents had just lived through the Depression, and now they went directly to war. Both my grandfathers were drafted. Even though I don't know how much Pearl Harbor affected my parents and how they turned out, you got to believe it had some impact because of how they were parented during, exactly. the, during their early years. I mean, zero sure. to four, they were at war. Their, at least their parents were. It'll be, it'll be curious to watch. I'll be dead by the time those studies come out, I suppose. But It, it is interesting. Yeah, and if you if you think through it, in my son's case, oh, well, well, that's an accidental. Uh, <laughs> thank you to our sound so engineer precious. for throwing that in. What are you saying? Is that about Micah? Is that uh, Micah? That's not a reflection of you. Make that clear right now. Uh, in his case, anyone who graduated in that year, uh, all across the nation or the world, really, mm -hmm. they've entered college without a typical college experience. Absolutely. And they, they finished their high school without a typical right. high school finish. Yeah, because Micah's senior year just ended. Mm -hmm. Because yes. it's done. The, it was done. That's right. Craving your favorite dish but can't find the time to cook or step out? No worries. Introducing Frostbite, your ultimate food delivery companion. With just a few taps on your smartphone, you can browse a wide range of mouth-watering dishes from your favorite local restaurants, freezers, and top chefs. From spicy Mexican tacos to creamy Italian pasta, traditional Thai curry to classic burgers, they've got it all. Frostbite believes in bringing the world's best formerly frozen cuisines right to your doorstep. And guess what? They are super fast, so no more waiting around for your food to thaw or be delivered. They also understand the importance of making everything seem as though it's fresh and hot, which is why their delivery partners ensure their food reaches you in perfect condition. Get ready to dive into a world of flavors with Frostbite. Download their app today and say goodbye to your cooking woes. Frostbite, your hunger, their command. Hey, can I take care of a couple of yes, quick housekeeping? Please. Listener, you'll want to check out, uh, if you're interested in what these side gigs are that we're talking about, you want to check out a bonus episode that we have. So a bonus episode to this episode so it'll be a bonus episode to episode 26. We'll have, uh, it'll just be focused on our side gigs. 
All right, fair enough. But one thing that I have failed to mention is we reference show notes, but we don't do it continually. And I listen to many podcasts myself, so I am a podcast person. But I will admit to you that I do not make a practice of visiting show notes unless there's something specific that I know those show notes are going to cover that I'm really interested in. I am very realistic, and it is not unreasonable to consider that our listeners do not go to the show notes. So I just wanted to take a quick moment of housekeeping to say, you want to go to show notes if there is something in an, in an episode that intrigues you, because what you may not know is there, That I, and this is the most important reason why I'm bringing it up, is that sometimes in post-production, we throw in some things in the show notes that kind of enhance the episode. One example would be on the faith, on a faith discussion. When we talked about favoritism, there were some additional things on favoritism. In a recent episode where we were talking, uh, and this wasn't the list, this was where, Kevin, you were sharing about neighbors Mm -hmm. and storage and storage units and things like that. By the time that show went to publish, in the show notes are statistics about how people use storage units and storage in their homes. And so that research was done before we went into post-production. So that's one reason why you want to go into show notes. It's also good because that's how you can access contacting us, being able to provide feedback if we throw in any bonus content, links about something referenced on the show, especially if we have a, if we, comment about a book. We may be remiss in not mentioning all the details about how to get that book. Um, that's just one example of uh, follow-up information you can find on show notes. I will say this, as a participant in the podcast, I have found the show notes helpful. Well, that is good. So if you're out there and you're trying to decide whether or not you want to look at the show notes, I'm going to say do it because I think they're they're cool. I like it. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, I like them too. I, I will, well, I we're going to keep this. doing it. Yeah, no, regardless. Yes. Um, and, and I do want to say, I do read the show notes of this show every time. <laughs> this is the only podcast This is the I only podcast. To. Oh, it's the only one you listen to. So, <laughs> so Kevin really has like a 100%. Kevin is a person who, of the of all the podcasts he listens to, he listen, he reads all of the show notes. 100% of the show 100 notes. 100% of the show notes. That's right. Hey, I also want to clarify as a last note of housekeeping um, that we have had some breaks in publishing. We are not, I have not given any thought. I just don't, I don't really care. We don't, we aren't really doing seasons here. Mm. I don't want to reference a season one, season two. And so we'll have some breaks from time to time. I just want to say that if you are a listener and it is a frustration to you in any way, I would just suggest that to just subscribe. And if you subscribe, no matter when we release these and these get published, you'll know instantly. That's it. That's the last housekeeping. And now we can get on with our episode. So listener... You can you can come back now. You need a little you, sound. You check that, yeah. <laughs> That'll do it. There you that always gets someone's attention. <laughs> are you quite finished, my good sir? Yes. All I right. am. In the financial world, there's not a lot going on. Yeah, one little announcement. I don't think we spend any time talking about this, but in the Secure 2.0 that was passed in December of 22, there was a provision that was going to be enacted January 1st, 2024. That provision was this. If you're a highly compensated employee, that was defined by those making more than $145,000 a year. Starting January 1st, 2024, if you were also over 50, it would be required that your catch-up contributions be directed toward Roth. The IRS came out and said, uh, shoot, we don't know how we're going to deal with that yet. We're going to push that back to January 1st, 2026. Because there's all kinds of questions about, well, how's, how, how's it going to impact the taxation? What happens if employers start putting contributions in for the employee and those are also Roth? 
all this stuff has not got worked out yet. So they pushed it back. Along those same lines, I would suggest there's some other things that were supposed to come on board as part of that act. Not all of it went into effect on January 1st of 23 is what I'm trying to say. Some of it was scheduled to come in at later dates, 24, 25, 26. Just be prepared that this may happen again with some of the other provisions. See, the Congress passes this stuff, and they have no idea the logistics behind it and the record-keeping, how it's going to affect. Even, even when they change tax brackets, all the software providers have got to modify their stuff. They just can't do it overnight. Right. So some of that gets left out of the big picture when they're thinking about, well, when are we going to make this happen? Yeah. And this is one of those. Yeah. Not a real, like, Wow. But for a certain select people, those over 50 and those making 145 or more who are doing catch-up contributions, you can take a breath. This is not going to happen three months from now. I, I get this weekly report from J.P. Morgan every Monday. But today, the couple things jumped off the page at me. I'm not going to read this whole statistical data analysis for you, but this one caught my eye. The price of natural gas just one year ago was $8.27, and as I told Harley, I'm not sure how they measure that, some kind of cubic whatever. It's two fifty eight now. So natural gas has plummeted. Most of the other stuff's up, oil, gold, silver, what have you. There was other thing that caught my attention was the two-year, or the year yield on the two-year U.S. Treasury. Three years ago, it was 0.14. Today, it's 4.98. So those of you that have money in savings accounts, you're probably see, probably noticing this increased dividend on your assets. The other thing that also jumped off the table was the average rate of a 30-year fixed mortgage was 3.07, and now it's 7.21. Mm. So that's about it. We're finishing up the third quarter. Uh, we're still positive for the year on all the major indices, and we're still being driven by the famous Tan Mama. Is it now famous, Tan Mama? Well, I say that. It's not. I, I want it to be. All the we presented press. it as Mama Tan. Well, I and now it's it. Tan Mama. Yeah, Tan Mama sounded a little bit more descriptive yeah. for me. All the financial press is calling it the Magnificent Seven. Anyway, I didn't feel comfortable yeah. calling it the Magnificent Seven because yeah. it has a different reference point in my mind. So, we have some new segments we are introducing in this podcast episode. And the first one we're going to talk about. This is the. Pop culture review of this episode. Okay. Text with Jesus. Listener, if you want to talk to the Son of God, if you want to talk to the Son of God, there's an app for that. Text with Jesus. All right, you have my interest. A Los Angeles-based product, Text with Jesus, launched this last summer, launched a couple months ago yeah. in July 2023, and it replicates an instant messaging platform and features biblical figures impersonated by the artificial intelligence program, ChatGPT. There it is. ChatGPT. Does that scare you at all, Kevin? Artificial intelligence? Yeah. Yes. Me too. Listener, how about you? Don't answer, because we can't hear your response. Obviously, Jesus is a character, but the, but the app has, uh, it has the apostles. It has various prophets. It has Ruth. It has Job. It has Lot. Listener, Lot was Abraham's nephew. Abraham is probably a lot more popular. Mary Magdalene is also available, but if you want Mary Magdalene on your app, that will cost you $2.99 a month. 
for Mary Magdalene. I knew something like that was coming. <laughs> yeah, for you a have, small extra charge. That's right. You have to be a premium subscriber for Mary Magdalene. <laughs> if this were Mary, the mother of Jesus, I would understand the two ninety nine premium content that you need because that because people oh, you are making that people up. of the Catholic denomination. That's for real. That's for real. Oh, I thought you were just making that up no. as a joke about Mary Magdalene. No, that's that's oh, real. No. Two ninety nine. Oh my! Premium God. subscribers for two ninety nine a month. Um, you can even chat with Satan. I don't even want to talk about that and how I feel about that. Well, why aren't they charging more to chat with Satan? That's what I don't understand. It doesn't cost me anything to chat with Satan. Who, by the way, on this app signs his text with a smiling face with horns. Time for a brief interruption. Who put the men in mental breakdown? Advertiser, that's who. Advertisers know far too well who the listeners really are. While most podcasts promote better health for emotional well-being, our advertisers know you're getting to the point where you're ready to crack up from the constant irritation of Hartley droning on and ridiculously and being subjected to sickening fake commercials. So when you finally do have a breakdown, uh, uh, when you need a break, the place to go is Alpine. Crisp, fresh air around Alpine will clear your head and restore your sanity. This lovely rest home is high in the Swiss Alps, where there's no sound of Hartley's voice, no internet connection, no podcast streaming, no TV, no magazines, and absolutely no commercials of any kind. Come to Alpine. Request your free brochure today by visiting highinthesky.gone. And we're back. This is a quote from the apps developer, and the company's CEO, the character responses always include a Bible verse. Our AI always generates responses that are in line with the teachings of the Bible. And text with Jesus characters typically avoid any stance that might be perceived as offensive. So if asked about gay marriage, the app will respond, it is up to each individual to seek guidance from their own faith tradition and personal convictions. And that users should prioritize love and respect for all people, regardless of their sexual orientation or gender identity. If, que if queried about feminism, App Jesus will explain the importance of empowering women and breaking societal barriers that limited their opportunities. Hmm. Now, why bring this up as a cultural review for listeners of this podcast? Because th this is what you need to keep in mind. Jesus is not a Jesus that is that is a condemning Jesus. I want to be clear, and I think I've always been clear on this podcast. That yeah. Jesus does not condemn. If you receive a message of condemnation, it is not coming from God. It is not coming from Jesus. Yeah. But this app has gone out of their way to say that this Jesus is not here to condemn. He is here to affirm us and our behaviors and our opinions. What if your opinions are wrong? That's a very good point. That's why what I'm if reviewing what this. What if your facts are wrong? especially when they are not aligning with, consistent with the nature of God and who he is. And Now, I could be completely wrong, but my sense of this is, this is a chance for you to text, and that it's designed to reinforce whatever your beliefs are, to make you feel like you're okay. I'm okay, um, you're okay. Yeah, Jesus the therapist and social worker. It's just self-confirmation uh, bias. Yeah. So anyone can submit a query, and they're going to get back positive affirmation, affirmation. and confirmation. No, 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 that's fine. But my right. question is, what if it's not? You're not going to get rebuked. Right? Correct. But you're also not going to be shepherded. Correct. To lead you to what the truth is. Right. All right. So I was just mm -hmm. curious if I understood it. Correctly. Now, I will present the benefit of the doubt 
Maybe the app developers think that the scripture verses that they provide, because they said every yeah. every 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 text will get a give scripture. a give a verse, uh, and maybe they think that quoting from the Bible does the shepherding, but we know that's not accurate. right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of the age old human vice of pride. I think we want instead of us being okay. God created us in His image, but this is just a way that we're going to be. We're trying to put God, make him into our image because this is familiar to us. Mm-hmm. We have apps that, that do these things for us. We have emojis. We have artificial intelligence. It's making him more like us rather than us becoming more like him. Oh, I like that analysis. And so that's what I think is very dangerous, and that's, that's what I see this as doing. And its insistence that it's, that it's Bible-based is, is very curious to me. Well, we both know because we've been around long enough. There's never been a biblical quote taken out of context. Oh, yeah. I can, you can proof text anything to support what it is that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Well, this will be fascinating. Yeah. Now, I don't want to be misunderstood. There are some phone apps, hours. So if you're a person who prays, the prayer, prayers by the hours is what that's called. It's a spiritual mm-hmm. discipline. And you're praying the same thing other people are praying. And that's, that doesn't diminish it at all. I don't want to just... Dis- discredit that. I don't want to discredit or or speak uh, uh, despairingly about apps that give you scripture verses. That's not what I'm doing. Just this particular app seems ridiculous to me. I will pray by the hours and the prayers are written there for me. I know that God is accessible to me 24-7, yep. 365, yep. 168 a week. <laughs> there you go. And I, I personally, I pray when I'm on a commute. I pray when I'm driving the car. I pray when I'm hanging around. I pray when I'm, I, I guess this is one thing I'm saying. And this is reflective of what we talk about on this podcast. You want to make space for God. You're not going to do it through your phone. <laughs> it just going to sound silly when you say it that way. Hey, God, hold on a second. Let me grab my smartphone. Yes. <laughs> You want to connect with God, spend some time that's meaningful uh, with him. Probably going to need to put that smartphone down and maybe even shut it off. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> August 28th was the first day of some new laws in Missouri. One of those was chiching. Oh, yes, I did see that. Yeah. I did see that. For those see who that. couldn't see what I was yes. doing, I held up my cell phone. Yeah, I did see that. I was so glad. And I said, yeah. it's about time. Absolutely. So... As you might expect, I noticed someone talking on their cell phone on my drive over here right. while they were driving. And I wanted to go L for law, but I thought he might think I was saying L for loser. Well, no, uh, that'd be if you had it on your forehead. Yeah, I, I didn't want to get in a fight. So I, I just thought, yeah, this is going to take a while before people get this. Yeah, new law. You cannot be on your phone. You cannot be text. If you're driving, you cannot be texting, talking. Correct. You can't be talking on it either, right? No, hands-free is fine. Hands-free talking is the only, only way. Only you way. cannot have it and in your I, hand. Yeah. And I saw ye- yesterday, yesterday I saw someone. Of course. One hand on the wheel and their phone mm-hmm. right up in between the steering wheel and their face. That's what this guy they was were doing talking today. On the, talking on the That's phone. how I was able to see it because he had it right yeah. there by his face. Yeah. In his right hand, with his left hand, I assume his left hand was on the wheel. <laughs> yeah, we, we can only assume. I, uh, he might have been steering with his knees. For yeah, all I could, could have. Yeah, I've seen that done, too. I've too. been with someone who's doing who's steering with their knees while they're doing something it's else with their hands. It's just crazy. Yeah, so if I, I think we got the point across, listener. If you're not, hopefully you're not 
laws, but there's a new law that was enacted that in Missouri that makes it illegal to uh, ha- be distracted by a dry- device while you're driving. Yeah. So whether it's your mobile phone or your tablet, right. any mobile device. Yeah. So I want to send out my thanks to the listener who sent a copy of the podcast where we've talked about that into the uh, Missouri lawmakers. Yeah. And, Seeing that it that it got done because I'm sure we're partially responsible. I would for think it, so. I mean, it's, having that happen for that it's, being it's part of our job is do the yeah. PSAs. Listener, when this episode began, I was a little concerned we wouldn't be able to get through all of the content, and that was without me knowing that we would begin talking, having a nice conversation about the day of remembrance, and it was before I knew because it wasn't planned for me to drone on about uh, the housekeeping materials. So I'm glad you're still here. Glad you're still listening, which means it makes me happy that you're still hearing my voice now because you made it through all of that nonsense in that part. Um, But I'm also glad you're still listening because you had to wait a while if you're a regular listener for this episode to publish. But we'd like to invite you to tune into episode two to cover, to uh, hear everything we did not get to cover in this episode. We did not get to talk about faith while... Text with Jesus was an intriguing faith conversation. We actually had another faith segment planned, and then we have a new game that we didn't get to and a cherry bomb to talk about. So please tune into part two. We'd love to have you, and we'd love to have you be part of the the rest of our conversation because, again, we're really glad you're here. Hey, so hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening and uh, give us a shout-out. Thanks. Thanks.